0: We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. It takes faith to do always the things which please the Father. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. If you don't start saying it, you'll never get the faith to do it. You can have what you say, did you know that? So you start the confession of why you want it to be. You know what the devil has done? He has just simply turned us around and got us to confess the thing we don't desire. And faith will come for that. That's right. He's turned it around to where you pray the problem. You pray the problem, and the Bible says he'll have whatsoever he saith, even when he prayeth. That's first caps. (laughs) 11, 14. (laughs) But that's essentially what he said, Mark eleven twenty three 23 and 24. He'll have what he says, and he'll also have what he says in prayer. So if he prays the problem, he'll have the problem. Because when you pray the problem, you'll have faith in the problem, because faith cometh by hearing. Now, if you start saying, I do always those things which please my Father God, people around you hear you say it, they'll say, who does he think he is? Why, I know he's lying. No, I'm not. I'm calling things that are not. I'm calling things that are not. You just happened to hear me say it. I wasn't trying to convince you that I'm always doing exactly what the Father would have me to do. I'm striving toward that, and the way I'm doing it, first of all, is saying it to cause the faith to come. Do always those things which please my Father God. You'd be surprised how it'll change your attitude when you start doing that, and the things you'd say, and the things you would do. Now, Jesus said he just preached them a little sermon there. Now, go with me to Psalms 82. If you want to know where Jesus got that message, Psalms 82, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. <laughs> what are you going to do about that? God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. Now, for fear of getting in a situation where they'd get in trouble the translators, change some words here. This actually reads this way. God standeth in the congregation of the Elohim. He judgeth among the Elohim. The word mighty there is the very same word that's translated gods at the end of the sentence. It says God standeth in the congregation of the Elohim. He judgeth among the Elohim. God standeth in the congregation of the gods. He judgeth among the gods." What gods is he judging? Those wooden gods and those brass gods that people worship? No, they're not gods. He's talking about people. God said it himself. I didn't say it, I'm just showing you what he said. God standeth in the congregation of the gods. He judgeth among the gods. Somebody said, well, yeah, I know what that is. That means the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Well, it sounds good until you get to the second verse. How long will you judge unjustly and accept the person of the wicked? Now, you mean God's accusing the Holy Ghost of judging unjustly? You better be careful with that. Defend the poor the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundation of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you the children of the Most High. Now, there's no doubt who he's talking about there. He's talking about people. So don't get so upset with me when I say that Adam was God of the earth, and God intended for his people to be gods of the earth subordinate to god certainly bow your knee to the father of the lord jesus christ thank god yes we're subordinate we're not trying to be god the god we're trying to fulfill what god created us to be let me tell you something it's just as wrong for us to put ourselves down and not be what God called us to be in this earth as it was for the angels to step beyond their bounds and to be more than God called them to be. The consequences may not be as strong, but it's just as wrong as far as being wrong. It's wrong for us to put ourselves down and not exercise the authority and be what God has called us to be in this earth. And that is to exercise our dominion over the circumstances, the problems of life, and to be God over every situation through God's power, through God's word, through God's anointing, through God's wisdom, and be delivered from the authority of darkness. Satan has no right. He said, I said, ye are gods, and all of you the children of God, but ye shall die like men. He said, you ought not have to die like men, but he said, you will. You'll die like men and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit the nations. Then you see something. You see, that most of us have never really understood is that God intended for man to rise up to be what he had called him to be in this earth, to have dominion. Why did Jesus say to the disciples, The works that I do shall ye do also in greater works than these shall ye do, because I go to my Father. Because when he went to the Father... He sent the Holy Ghost. The same anointing that was upon Jesus of Nazareth. He came to dwell in the hearts of men. Jesus came in the person of the Holy Spirit. God himself come to dwell inside you. Your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. It is not me trying to be God. It is God in me that has dominion over every circumstance, by me allowing God to flow through my lips as a babe to instill the avenger, how else is God going to do it if he doesn't do it through my voice? If he comes in the earth and destroys the work of the devil in his Godhead divine power, it's illegal because he gave the earth to man, That lease on the earth to man. He has to do it through somebody that has a body in the earth. We're going to get into that further on. I'm about to get hit myself. Let me point out some more scriptures to you, some things that may shock you. Psalms 136, verse 1: 1, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for His mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord of lords, for His mercy endureth forever. Who is the Lord of lords? Well, Jesus is the Lord of Lords, but who's the other Lords? You go to the book of Revelation, you'll find out. Thank God we're Lords as far as God's concerned. He's the God of Gods. He is the Lord of Lords. Well, you're going to have to have some Lords. You're going to have to have some Gods if he's going to be the God of Gods. He's certainly not talking about wooden gods. Then look with me in Deuteronomy, the 10th chapter, verse 17. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, a great God, a mighty, a terrible, which regardeth not persons, nor taketh reward. He's God of gods, he's Lord of lords. And I'll tell you, we're made to be kings and priests and lords with him. Joint heirs with Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And until the church, the body of Christ, has the eyes of their understanding enlightened to this. They're going to struggle. They're going to struggle in this earth. But when they come alive to the knowledge and the power of the living God and the authority invested in them of Jesus of Nazareth, they'll rise to their feet. They'll walk in dominion in the power of wisdom and knowledge and understanding. The world shall stand at all and say, Who are these? that walk in the earth as lords. Who are these that propose themselves to be led by the Spirit of God, walking in the wisdom that they say that is beyond man's wisdom? It will be my people, saith the Lord, that understand and walk in my precepts, for as ye walk in the light which ye have, Greater light shall come, and more wisdom shall be found. For you see, my wisdom and my knowledge shall be scattered all around. But in the midst of it all there will be darkness, darkness on every hand. The world will wander on in its darkness and stumble and fall, and some of them will never know from whence it came or why they fell. But my wisdom shall grow lighter in the midst of darkness, and my people shall walk in more light. For I have redeemed you from darkness, so come into the light, saith the Lord. (laughs) glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. The world is headed toward darkness. They're already in it. And you know why? Because the closer they get to the end time, they're getting closer to the kingdom of darkness. And the closer we get to the end of time, we're getting closer to the kingdom of light. Glory to God. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know, I stand amazed at the stupidity of some people. And I'm talking about college graduates with degrees in divinity and all kinds of engineering in this day. And it's nothing in the world but the darkness that's pressing upon this earth. Because... A man that is uneducated in his spirit that does not know God, he is destined for darkness and doom. And I'm not knocking education, don't misunderstand me. It's the fact that all of that head knowledge is going to be worthless in the end time unless you get the spirit right with God. And I'm telling you now, I'll prophesy to some of you now, if you don't get hooked up with God, you're going to fail and you're going to fail quick. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Trust you've been with us all this week. Now, I want to remind you that our CD offer is CD offer number 7111, single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, entitled The Righteousness, Which is a Faith. You need to understand that our righteousness is through the faith of Jesus Christ. What does that mean? Jesus was the Word, and that's where faith comes from. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and that Word is where faith comes from. Faith cometh by hearing the Word of God. So, when Paul says it's through the faith of Jesus Christ, that's where faith comes from, from what Jesus said. He was the living Word of God. He still is the living Word of God. And the righteousness which is of faith says, The Word is nigh you. It is in your mouth first, then it's in your heart. You speak the Word, it goes into your heart. Now, see, we have two sets of ears we have the outer ear and the inner ear. The outer ear is for the outer man, the inner ear is for the inner man. And when we speak the word of God and proclaim what God said in his word, then all the demons of hell can't stop it from coming to pass. For instance, a sinner that confesses that Jesus is Lord accepts the divine favor that God has offered him of forgiveness through his son Jesus, the blood of Jesus Christ, redeemed and cleansed every man from their sins, if they'll believe it. Then if they receive that and confess that Jesus is the Lord of their life, all the demons of hell can't stop them from being born again and changed. They can't change their self. A lot of sinners have tried it. You've tried it. Everybody's tried it. Tried to turn over a new leaf. You can't do it. You have to be changed from the inside out. And the righteousness, which is a faith, comes through the faith of Jesus Christ. And that word of God is Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. That's offer number 7111, single CD, for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400.